afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this uh, hearing for this afternoon's session, 2 through to 5. Um, a few points of order before we start. Uh, there are no fire alarms planned, so if there is a genuine fire alarm, please meet on the grass at the front of the building. Um, can everybody ensure that they have their mobile phones turned off now, please? I have a real thing about mobile phones. Um, I'd remind everybody that this is being recorded, so everything you say is taken down, as they say. Um, If everybody who has got a written copy of their speeches or whatever they're saying could give to Gordon on the way out, that would be really useful. Um, The planning committee members are sitting in these seats here, just for your reference, so you know who's who. And and a few non-members, yeah, but people that are related to it, (coughs) if you like. Um, And that's about it, really. With that, we will start with the first of the speakers, uh, which is Julie Budden. Julie, you have three minutes. Um, You'll see a time clock down. It will then start to flash red. You will then start to panic. Uh, You you know, obviously you can finish as such, but don't... Don't be too pressured, okay? Uh. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Julie Budden, and I've been a resident in Uttersford for over 45 years and totally support the development of the airport. My parents, both now retired, moved to Takeley from the East End in the 60s, specifically for work at Stansted, being of the view it would expand and offer secure employment for the future. My dad was an acoustics engineer and my mum started in admin, moved to cabin crew and then headed up in-flight catering before relocating to East Midlands Airport. I have worked on and around the airport since leaving school and started out as a secretary and I've been referred to many times as being part of the furniture by the previous airport owners as in the early days companies came and went and I always managed to find a job on site and pop up somewhere new. I now have my own company and I'm a business leader and have many members from the local area. My objective is to help companies make new connections by way of regular business-to-business events to help increase business growth for all. One of our biggest events is the fast-growing annual business exhibition check-in at Stansted now in its sixth year, which is proving very successful for local businesses and for the airport itself. The airport has been, a very, has been very supportive to my business over the years, allowing me to bring some exclusive and beneficial events to our members. Without their support, I don't think I would be where I am today. We need the development to encourage more airlines, giving more options to travel, both for pleasure and more particularly for business in this thriving region. The development will bring with it more jobs, keeping unemployment down and encourage new businesses, therefore increasing economic growth in the region. I have spoken with local business owners themselves who rely upon the airport for a variety of reasons including flying out to meet clients and for which at least a few has has resulted in new contracts. So with the development this can only open up more opportunities going forward. Many of my members are already benefiting from the airport, for example a printer, trainer, construction company, security company, service office surprises to name just a few. And they're not just supplying the airport, but many other companies based thereon. The development will, without doubt, increase the potential of gaining new business and resultant revenue. Sorry. Um, the, import, the airport is like an extended family. It's a great place to work and to be part of, and I hope this will continue for many years to come. Stansted, 
and aviation is in my DNA. And now my son has the bug too. He's just turned 21 and started work with one of the larger retailers in the terminal while studying for A-levels. He then took on a full-time position in that company and has since been very successful, moving up through the ranks and now is at management level. He sees himself as being part of the airport for many, on the airport for many years to come and is keen to be in the payroll, on the payroll of MAG sooner rather than later. It's not just my family that benefit. I have many friends who also work on the airport. It's easily accessible with great transport links and for us living in Takeley, not too far to walk. The airport has brought some fantastic initiatives to the community, such as the Aerozone, and I have friends whose children have visited and returned home excited, already deciding their future as a pilot, an engineer, or even an air traffic controller. There is also the college, which is a great addition, not only being the first of its kind in Uttersford, but it will produce skilled, a skilled workforce, which is brilliant for both the airport and for local businesses. As a business leader, I commend the hard work put into the successful Meet the uh, Buyer event organised by the airport each year. It is in no uncertain terms hugely beneficial to local businesses, including my own. Last year alone, the event secured almost £10 million worth of contracts, a well-worth event for any business to get involved with. I will continue to support and lobby for the development of the airport, and why would anyone turn down opportunity to support growth? It is the way forward. So as you can see, the airport will be uh, has been and will continue to be important to both me and my son. We are 100% behind the development. I have no doubt it will continue to both increase economic growth in the region and provide important skills training and employment opportunities to the next generation going forward. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. You saw how it worked, now you see. Yeah, I tried to. <laughs> I've just realised people from the Thank table you. can't necessarily see the no, screen. Not but there you go. <laughs> OK. Can I have Mr Paul Haynes? Mr Haynes, you have three minutes. Okay. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, so I'm representing Greater Anglia, the train operator in the region, and we wish to speak in support of the recent planning application made by Stansted Airport to increase the passenger cap from 35 to 43 million passengers per annum. Greater Anglia operates the Stansted Express service, a high-frequency, fast train service in linking Stansted Airport, Tottenham Hale and London Liverpool Street. We also operate services to Audley End for the Uttlesford area and Cambridge, and we're planning to operate direct services to Norwich via Cambridge in the next two to three years after our new trains have all been introduced. A growing airport is extremely important to our franchise and to realising our own transformation ambitions. We're investing £1.4 billion in a complete fleet of brand new trains with associated enhancements to timetables and customer experience. The new Stansted Express trains will all be of 12 carriages long compared to mostly 8 carriages at the moment. This will increase our seating capacity by over 50%. These developments and the success of them are all dependent on a growing local economy in which Stansted Airport plays a major role. We have successfully grown our rail modal market share at the airport from 24% in 2013 to over 31% in 2017, significantly reducing the number of road journeys to and from the airport to improve environmental sustainability. Further growth at the airport will enable us to continue to improve our rail modal market share as new markets and new opportunities become available. On a wider level, the lifting of the passenger cap is vital given the aviation system in London and the South East is in need of immediate additional runway capacity. 
If international trade, investment, tourism and economic productivity are to grow in the UK, we need to make full and efficient use of our airports. London Stansted Airport's growth is beneficial to businesses and consumers within the east of England, providing a gateway to the world. It's crucial that Stansted is allowed to grow in a sustainable way in order to allow people, goods and services to enter and exit the country safely and efficiently. We also expect to work with the airport to help develop plans to try and secure funding for further future improvements to rail infrastructure on the West Anglia route, Crossrail 2 for example, which would enable train services to further improve on top of the benefits delivered during 2019 and 2020 by our new trains, which as already mentioned will offer a significant uplift in the seating capacity. A joint long-term planning approach coordinated between all key stakeholders is clearly a good thing and the best way to target future upgrade and investment aspirations. We are, all, we are already working with the West Anglia Task Force and the London Stansted Cambridge Consortium and the momentum they provide will continue to be important. In summary, the airport expansion will allow significant investment to the Uttlesford economy as well as the wider region. An approved application to take Stansted to 43 million passengers per annum will allow Greater Anglia to continue to invest and offer its customers a fast, frequent, efficient and comfortable service to London and the regions. Thank you. Thank you, Mr Haynes. Uh, Paul Payne. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to enable me to speak in support of the planning application. Um, I thought it worth starting with my own personal story with the airport and the links. Um, my father actually worked at the airport before I was born. Um, he, was, he worked as an engineer following um, him leaving the RAF. And my brother, um, following the family tradition, he has been working for 15 years at the airport uh, where he started following uh, him leaving school with GCSEs. Um, admittedly, not many GCSEs. Um, he then got a role as security officer and then has worked his way up and is now in a management role. I first recall flying out of the airport in the mid-90s and recall uh, the, how large the airport appeared in relation to the number of passengers who were flying, flying through at that time, but also being amazed at how friendly a lot of the staff appeared in relation to previous experiences of airports. Um, I've since used the airport a number of times in both um, work and um, pleasure. And, uh, as a local resident, I find it far easier to use Stansted than... I would say going down to Heathrow or Gatwick or other competitor airports just in terms of the journey time and I won't lie, when I was younger the attractiveness of the prices was also beneficial in terms of enabling me to use it um, and now having a younger family it's also very beneficial in terms of the proximity of the airport so after a long journey going through airports, flights etc then to be able to be back home within a relatively short period of time as opposed to facing the long, long journey especially around the, the likes of the M25 with the associated issues with traffic uh, my association with the airport has increased significantly in the past 18 months where, um, since I've been working for the airport. I previously worked um, for a water, water utility for 19 years and I was full of trepidation before making the, making the leap from a utility to a private company. Um, with hindsight, I didn't need to feel, at all, um, any, feel any trepidation. The, both the people and the environment are fantastic to work for and I genuinely love working there. Um, one thing that is materially different between the two organisations from a uh, utility and the private company is the rate of growth which has been experienced from 12 million passengers, sorry, um, 17 million passengers in 2012 to near 28 million passengers currently and then the projections to be at 35 million pa 
passengers in the early 2020s. And that level of growth, I think, can only be described as being phenomenal. Um, as well as the benefit to Stansted and the approximately 200 companies across the, across the airport that it benefits, there's also a significant contribution of around about a billion pounds per year to the local economy, which is set to double should the planning application be granted. Um, in addition, brings in an extra five, approximately 5,000 extra jobs and brings in another million or an additional million um, tourists into the country. Um, and an outstanding fact for myself in terms of how this, that growth is being delivered is that it's still within the um, existing noise limits, within the existing number of flight movements and also within the existing land boundaries and that these three things have been achieved at the same time as the, the airport re reaching carbon neutrality, which it has done for the first time this year. And finally, the, um, in touching on the future, one of my first roles at the airport was being involved in the construction of the college, and there's now 290 young people working away there, and I've also found the next, next young recruit for the airport in the, in the form of my, my five-year-old son, who's already stated many times that like, when he grows up he wants to be working at Daddy's Airport. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Mr Payne. Um, Irene Jones. Irene, you have three minutes when you're ready. Thank you. <coughs> I'm Irene Jones and I live in Broxted. Okay. Thank you. You will be presented with much evidence about the effect of noise from aircraft on communities in close proximity to airports. There will be scientific support of this evidence and recent research will back this up. But I want to tell you about things I am deprived of, how my quality of life is compromised because of aircraft noise. We moved to Peacocks 41 years ago. We are in a rural setting surrounded by fields. On waking in the morning, especially in the spring, it is lovely to hear the dawn chorus, except we can't hear it because of aircraft noise. If the planes are taking off over us, that is all we can hear, and we are close enough to the airport to, for it to be excessively loud. If planes are taking off away from us, there is still noise in the air as they lift off, and there is also background noise from the daily activity at the airport. Peace and quiet there is not. What a way to start the day. I recently received an email from the British Trust for Ornithology. They are carrying out research to find out how tawny owls are faring. They asked the public to record any hearings of the owls over a period of time. Tawny owls call at dusk and early into the night. It coincides with the late shoulder period and those frequent late flights as planes try to take off before the night restrictions cut in. I can't participate in this survey because I can't hear the owls. When you live in the countryside, you are more aware of natural sounds around you, the wind in the trees, the rain pattering on the window. Again, these sounds are masked by overflying aircraft. And even if you are indoors, the double glazing cuts out the sounds of nature that you value. It's like living in a tomb. I would like to show you something... It's a picture of Thaxted Church looking up to the spire and there is a plane 
flying over the top. As you know, the Thaxted Music Festival is a very popular event held over several weekends in early summer. I expect some of you may attend some of the concerts. My husband and I do, and we are so grateful to have the opportunity to hear internationally, internationally renowned musicians, ensemble and orchestras. But imagine how awful it is to be listening to an exquisite passage of music, to hear a plane fly over and spoil the moment. It upsets me. How must the musicians feel? The airport intrudes into my life, yet I am expected to put up with all of this because people have a right to fly to go on holidays. The airport provides jobs. I pay the price. Does the airport need to grow? We are told any business cannot stand still. Unfortunately, when airports expand, it is the environment which suffers and communities are compromised. As it is at the moment, the airport provides work and people can travel. Leave it at that. Be as efficient as you can with this level of activity. I wonder at what level of growth would an, any airport say, we have grown enough? Councillors, please refuse this application. Thank you much, very much, Mr Jones. Um, Michael Belcher. My name is Michael Belcher and I live in Burton End, Stansted, one field away from the airport. I'm here to speak against this application. As time is short, I'm going to address a single issue only, the proposals for physical development of the airport. I have extracted four statements from the planning application, two of which are true and two of which are false and misleading. Statement one, this infrastructure will reduce runway occupancy times and increase runway throughput. This is true. It will increase capacity. Statement two, this new airfield infrastructure will enable the airport to increase its passenger throughput to 43 million. This is false. This, the application does not seek permission for more flights to handle this increase in passengers, and therefore there is no need for more taxiways and aircraft stands to enable the airport to handle the same number of flights. This was confirmed by the applicant at the public inquiry in 2007. Statement three, the proposed rapid exit and rapid access taxiway works are modifications to the previously approved airfield layout. This is false. The 2008 Generation 1 approval included two rapid access taxiways at the northern end of the runway. It did not include an additional rapid exit taxiway, which, as its name implies, is for an entirely different purpose. The purpose of a rapid exit taxiway is, as described in the first statement, to reduce runway occupancy time and hence increase capacity. I'm leaving for you to listen to a recording of a BBC Radio 4 interview with the airport's head of airside operations in which he describes the purpose of rapid exit taxiways. Statement 4, the proposed taxiway works will lead to an incremental increase in runway capability with a modest uplift of five additional movements in any hour. This statement is true. And as an American would say, you do the math. 
Assuming a 16-hour operating day, this would mean an additional 80 flights per day and over 29,000 more flights per year. And this is supposed to be a modest uplift. Yesterday, you heard MAG say that they are seeking permission for modest works within the airfield. Make no mistake, this is a significant development you are being asked to approve, which is not supported by either government or UDC policy. Government support for making best use of existing runways only extends to making best use of existing capacity. Your own officer's report confirms this to be the position in multiple places. You will not find any reference in government policy that supports the building of additional airfield infrastructure to generate an increase in capacity except at Heathrow. So in conclusion, the proposals for physical development of Stansted Airport fall outside of government policy and on this basis the application should be refused. Please remember that refusal would still mean the airport could, of course, continue to grow within its existing permissions. All of those people who have spoken about the advantages of a growing airport will continue to enjoy the same benefits as surely as the sun will rise tomorrow. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you, Mr Belcher. Um, are you leaving a copy? Yes, you are. Okay, fine. <coughs> Thank you. Um, are we sure about the broadcast working? I'm just going to check the broadcasting because uh, it seems to be going in and out a little, so just bear with me for one minute. I think the difference is the, the broadcast it keeps dropping out, but it is capturing what's being said. So what's being said is being recorded, so that will be available on the website. Uh, but even yesterday, the broadcast was dropping on and off because of the internet signal. So I don't think that prevents us from continuing, but just to give reassurance to, of, to, to everyone, it is being captured. It's just probably not being broadcasted live at the moment. Um, Mr Sam Johnson. Sorry, I said Mr. Sam Johnson. I'm they do this deliberately, seriously. I mean, it's Samantha. I mean, how easy. <coughs> yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Whenever you're ready, sorry. Thank you. Hi, my name is Sam, and I'd like to talk to you about what Stansted Airport means to me and why I'm supporting the application for growth. My love affair with the airport started many years ago. One of my earliest memories is the weekly family outing. Every Sunday, Dad used to take me, my dad, my brother, sorry, me, my mum and my brother, to watch the planes take off. A man with a great work ethic, he works at InFlight for 25 years, and now living in Little Hanningbury, he can still be found with his nose to the sky watching the aircraft take off and land, and explaining to my nephews the difference between a 737 and a 757. And despite the, how they look in the sky, the, the, those tyres are actually bigger than the pair of them put on each other's shoulders. My parents divorced um, in my early years, but those visits were one of my favourite memories. My dad would talk about the airport with such pride. It's such a great place to work, Sam. Get in there, girl. So many opportunities for the taking. Things got trickier when it was just the three of us, and my mum did sacrifice a lot to provide for us, and we became a bit of a handful. I kept my head down and focused on my education, but my brother was not as fortunate. Never really one for study, and he fell into the wrong crowd and left school at 16 with no qualifications. Quickly realising he had no opportunities, he made the most difficult decision to join the army. 
They promised him a family that would further his education, and whilst they did, and he has made some long-term friends, he had to walk into a war zone to find his own opportunities because there was nothing here for him. I stayed on in education and started at university. My last year meant a year in Spain, and being unable to afford this, I looked to the airport. In 2005, I started as a security officer, whilst I put a bit of money away to finish my studies. But as soon as I stepped foot into the terminal, I found a family at Stansted. Not work colleagues, but long-term friends, and needless to say, I never left. The greatest thing about Stansted is its people. I can give you all the clichés that every day is different, the growth, the challenges, but it's absolutely the people that make it. Be that the people I've worked with, the people I've met, or all of those love actually moments in the terminal. I was lucky enough to have some great mentors, managers and friends that saw potential in me and pushed me to do more. They gave me the confidence to aim a bit higher and I've not only carved out a career at Stansted, but I've grown up there, truly shaping the woman I am today. It's not the money that drives me, it's being able to provide for my family and give back to the community. I was so proud to be able to support my brother with these wedding arrangements recently and secure my own home. My greatest mentor at Stansted once said that nothing is as rewarding as watching someone you have helped succeed, and he was 100% right. I've been lucky enough to have been given so much support throughout my career by some great people and programmes. Thirteen years later, a few more wrinkles and a lot wiser, I've been fortunate enough to be able to offer the same opportunities to others. Internally and externally, supporting, coaching the future leaders of the airport, as well as take part in some amazing fundraising schemes. Stansted has offered me a stability, career and friends, and I honestly believe that anyone would be successful given the support that Stansted has offered. A whole new generation of successful men and women will pass through our airport, and I'm so looking forward to, to see how we can shape their careers and the lives of people in the area. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sam. Uh, Kieran Fitzgerald. Um, hello everyone. Uh, my name is Kieran Fitzgerald and I'm here to represent LPL Construction Services. We are a rapidly evolving provider of construction services to the aviation sector and civil engineering in the east of England. We're based in close, close proximity to Stansted Airport, just outside Elsnam, about two or three miles from the airport, and we draw in over 25 years collaborative relationship with the airport. As a company, we've grown with the airport and Stansted is, our, is one of our biggest customers. Some members of our workforce are people who worked in the construction of the original terminal back in the late 80s and early 90s. We pride ourselves at LPL on the large number of people we directly employ from the local area. Unlike a lot of construction organisations, we directly employ our own workforce. We don't use zero-hour contracts and this directly benefits the local economy and provides sustainability of growth for everyone. We employ 117 people directly, of which 45 people live within 10 miles of the airport and 85% live within 25 miles of the airport. The employment model we operate is rare within the construction industry and in industry generally these days, and this directly benefits our local economy. The employment model we operate is only viable with the continuity of work and contracts that Stansted Airport provides to us year in, year out. Stansted Airport's desire to grow and increase capacity in order to meet future passenger demand provides us with the opportunity to grow as an organisation, provide continuity of sustainable employment for our workforce and create further employment and opportunities within the local community. From a supply chain perspective, we are committed to using local suppliers and source materials and services responsibly. 
204 of our suppliers are based in Essex, Hearts, Cambridge or Suffolk. This provides further employment and business opportunities for the east of England. 93% of our top 50 suppliers are from these regions. This equates to an annual spend in excess of £10 million. This is money we directly put back into the local economy, um, local economy, local companies that employ local people. Business continuity and growth that the development of Stansted Airport will provide will allow us to continue and hopefully increase this economic contribution to the local area. In summary, the sustainable growth and development of Stansted Airport will allow us to grow sustainably as an organisation, provide ongoing job security for our employees and contribute to the local economy. It is for these reasons that we support the increase of Stansted Airport's capacity from 35 million to 45 million passengers per annum. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr Fitzgerald. 43 million, not 45, but that's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, Mr Chris Turton, please. Good afternoon. My name is Chris Turton and I currently work at Stansted Airport and have done so for the last two years. However, today I speak to you as a resident of Great Dunmore Mo, and the current chair of Great Dunmore's town team. This was a group set up with the support of Uttlesford District Council to promote footfall on the high street and generate greater income from many independent businesses. Over the past six years we have engaged extensively with over 80 or so businesses in and around Dunmore as well as opening active communication channels with the Dunmore residents. Our most recent post on social media received over 10,000 hits, 600 likes and 300 shares. We run annual events such as a Christmas lights event and popular Easter, Easter uh, treasure hunts. We currently seek feedback from residents as on many subjects about living in and around Great Dunmore, always opening up the question of what needs to improve. As a member of the town team, I have engaged on the development of the local plan and joined the debate on the traffic management group. We are in touch with our residents of what they need and hate, and I very rarely hear negative comments about Stansted. On the contrary, many of the residents I speak to have wives, husbands and children working at Stansted, or one of the many companies formed as a result of Stansted. Being is about sustainability of lifestyle through active employment, and most prominently in Dumno, Stansted is the employer. My involvement with the town team comes from my family business. Over the past six years, my wife has been the proprietor of the award-winning Scrumptious Tea Rooms, voted the base coffee shop and tea rooms in Essex in 2014 and commended twice further. Our business ran as a general high street business, but we also ran community events, supper clubs, knit and natter, fundraising events for local charities. Over six years, we employed many young people working through college and university, training the art of customer service and management. Many of these have now gone on to work at Stansted or for Stansted Supply Chain. Project managers, security staff and retail workers. I know many Stansted people and I walk around. Many of our customers at the tea room, local residents who are employees of Stansted, or pilots, aircrew and managers, all of which love living near to the airport and recognise the benefit over the proximity. I worked at Heathrow for eight years, commuting from this area. Working at Stansted, I now have a six-mile commute by local transport, which is subsidised by my employer. Stansted, like my, many of our residents, has enhanced my work-life balance. Our tea rooms is an award-winning business because we always knew what our customers want, need and hate. Why am I here and why am I telling you this? Because of an active, prominent member of the community, even before I worked at Stansted, I have only heard positives about Stansted and what it brings to our community. 
As a resident, I have never met, heard, or been engaged by the opposers. They do not speak for me. I suspect that's because from my own personal conversation with residents in my out-and-about work, it's because they don't have the support of the community they profess to have. As a small business owner, I understand that restricting capacity in our shop meant that we lost customers. Because of the chair of Great Dunmow team, not moving forward together meant going backward together. And that an employee of Stansted recognised that moving the planning capacity supports the growth of my community. If our homes and high street is our heart, Stansted is our spine and making living in Great Dunmow greater. Thank you, Mr. Turton. Um, Hanalka Kiss, have I pronounced that right? It's got a J in there somewhere. Good afternoon, my name is Hanalka Kiss. I live in Bishop Stotford with my fiancé, and we are the carer of the 65 years old man who's, who has bipolar and uh, actually living with us. We moved to Bishop Stotford two years ago because of my work. I work for Stansted Airport in the past five years, and my career is keep on growing with the airport. I'm Hungarian, my partner is Sri Lankan, and our families are living all over the world, in Budapest, Ireland, Dubai, Sri Lanka, and even in Malaysia. Therefore, it is very important to us to live close to an airport, which has a wide destination and airline choices. It makes a huge difference to us to pick up or drop off a family member, a friend, to or from Stansted, which is only 15 minutes drive away from our house. We do worry that we don't have to travel one and a half hours to another airport like Heathrow or Gatwick, wasting time, petrol and money. Our family was so excited when Emirates started to fly to Stansted in June this year, and they already used the airline many times to go to Dubai as a final destination, but also connecting and traveling further. We use the airport much more often since Emirates and Jet2 started to operate. We love our holidays. Actually, we want more holidays, more destinations, and even more airline choices from. Stansted Airport provides so much job and career opportunities to the community. Two of my neighbors work uh, at the airport. One works directly for Stansted in the past 20 years. My left-hand neighbor is a cabin crew, and my right-hand neighbor works for a grand handling agent. Stansted Airport also invests in its people. I had the opportunity to attend on so many coaching sessions, leadership trainings. I did master degrees in airport operations, which was provided by the airport. I get all the support I need to succeed in my work and my private life, private life day. The airport is important to the community, but not just to provide jobs and livelihood. There is so much the community gives back to the people. I'm involved with mentoring, volunteered in gardening, helped in Harlow Food Bank, where 10 of us went to help and prepare for the festive period. Actually, it was such a nice opening experience. Stansted supports the younger generation to provide insights to the airport operation. We build the Aerozone for children, the Stansted Academy, to give a future perspective to youngsters and provide work experience. Three of my nephews spent one week at Stansted Airport on work experience last year, and they all absolutely love the experience. They are all inspired and planning to join the Stansted family. Stansted is a community itself, which can offer so much more, and I'm so proud of to be part of it. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you very much, Hanelka. Um, Mr. Paul Willis.
Good afternoon, Mr. Chairman. Uh, good afternoon, Planning Committee. Um, I'm Paul Willis. Uh, I work at Stansted Airport, and I'm here in support of, uh, of our application. Um, there are two themes uh, that I would like to address, uh, and, and I think they support and underpin the opportunity here at Stansted, uh, and more importantly, uh, this region, the east of England. So the first one, uh, an opportunity to inspire a generation. Uh, a little bit about um, me. I was born in Woodbridge in Suffolk, uh, educated in the region, and therefore I'm really passionate uh, about what this region uh, can offer. I've had the privilege to work for the last 30 years in aviation, um, starting my career here at Stansted in 1988 uh, with the uh, CAA flying unit that operated Northside. Uh, and then moving within National Air Traffic Services, working at both Heathrow, uh, Gatwick, Aberdeen airports, and also delivering the, uh, the Stansted Control Tower in 1992. Um, since working at, at Nats, uh, leaving in uh, the late 90s, I've had the opportunity to work all over the world, uh, from India to the Middle East, Asia, Europe, South America, building, operating, improving airports, including the management of two Olympic Games operations, uh, both here for uh, London 2012 and also the Athens Olympics in 2004. I'm now back where I started my career uh, at CAFU so long ago at Northside. I'm back with my Stansted family. Throughout my career, I've had the wonderful opportunity to meet both great people uh, from all walks of life and professions, whether that's engineers, architects, operators, lawyers, administrators, marketing, commercial airline uh, uh, professionals. The introduction of our college at the airport is an exciting initiative and one that I think we can all in this room be uh, extremely proud of. The passion and the interest of those students is inspiring to us all. Let's continue with this opportunity by offering our children and our grandchildren the opportunity for a, a wonderful career that's challenging and fulfilling um, and full of opportunity. Proceeding with this ap application would give our children the certainty and the vision for an exciting and fulfilling future career in aviation at Stansted and worldwide. So that was the first point. Second point, Stansted Airport making what it was intended to be. The east of England is an important region and in the past has been underserved. The region needs an airport that offers choice and international destinations to support its community and, uh, and allow the region to continue to thrive. For too long, the airport has been seen as London's third airport and, and, and a poor relation. People having simply just driven past the airport on the way to either Gatwick or Heathrow because we haven't offered the right choices in the destinations. Approving this application will provide the platform to make Stansted an airport this region can be immensely proud of and be a further catalyst for growth for the east of England. Thank you. Thanks, Mr Willis. Um, Alex Smith? Good afternoon. My name is Alex Smith and I'm speaking today in favour of allowing Stansted Airport to increase its passenger numbers. I've lived in Saffron Walden for the past three years and have recently started working at Stansted Airport as their Education Centre Coordinator. 
When I moved to the area, the fact that there was a large international airport close by genuinely was a big bonus. I was excited by the prospects of having all these new destinations on my doorstep, and whilst I maybe have not had the chance to travel quite as much as I'd hoped before I moved, Stansted has allowed me to explore many new places, including going on my honeymoon and visiting my granddad's hometown for his 80th birthday. Without Stansted nearby, some of my journeys may have been more difficult, more expensive, or ultimately not possible at all. I have always had a good experience when travelling through Stansted with polite, friendly staff and only ever minor delays. I tend now to feel rather put out if I need to travel all the way to Heathrow or Gatwick and pay for accommodation there. If we allow the passenger limit to increase, more people will be able to feel these same benefits. This is clearly not only beneficial to individuals but also to the local economy as money will go through nearby hotels, transport and other amenities. I'm really lucky in my role as I work as part of Stansted's corporate social responsibility team. In my short time working there, I have seen that thoughts of the local community are at the forefront of any decision made by Stansted. The airport has a long-term CSR strategy making sure that all staff are constantly thinking about how they can give back. In my role, I run the Aerozone, which is Stansted's own on-site education centre. Three years ago, Stansted made the decision to invest half a million pounds into an educational facility and now stands out as being one of only a small number of UK airports with anything like this. I feel this shows Stansted's commitment to the local community, as since opening, more than 10,000 students have visited the Aerozone to learn about career opportunities and the aviation industry. One thing that teachers are amazed by is the fact that a visit to the Aerozone is completely free of charge for schools, and many have commented they would have happily paid to receive such a fantastic experience for their students. I love hearing from the students about how their visit has made them think about their future and seeing how much they've enjoyed their day. More than once, I have been told it has been their best school trip ever. Since starting, I've been amazed to see the commitment from my colleagues who often give up their tea breaks, their lunch times or even their days off to come and speak to the students about what they do. Without the Aerozone, thousands of students may not have been able to learn from pilots, police officers, cabin crew, engineers, rangers, air traffic control officers, firefighters, security officers and more. We also support young people through work experience placements or as part of our mentoring scheme where senior leaders are paired with students during their GCSE year to help them fulfil their potential. I genuinely feel that Stansted Airport is committed to making sure that the future generations know there are opportunities available for them at the airport and to making sure that we use our resources to support young, young people locally. I strongly believe that the more passengers that can pass through Stansted, the more Stansted will be able to give back to the local area, providing opportunities both for work, travel and business for local residents. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Alex. Uh, Malcolm Hope. Good afternoon. My name's Malcolm Hope and I'm speaking in favour of the application. I'm here as a partner of Arcadis LLP, a consultancy who provides services to Stansted Airport, as somebody who works at the airport and is a frequent business flyer. As a partnership, we work on maintaining the existing assets, capacity planning and developing solutions to satisfy the changing demands of passengers, airline stakeholders and the wider community. Excuse me. We have as a partnership a long history of working at Stansted. When I sat down to make notes for this meeting, I realised that I first started working at the airport 20 years ago. My team obviously benefit from being employed at the airport, and I believe look to stay and grow their long-term careers there. Obviously, I would also like to take the opportunity to expand my business, at the airport and create new opportunities within an expanding team. 
The key to this happening will be determined by how Stansted Airport grows and develops in response to the changing environment in which it operates, and I hope the permitted increase in the capacity will help unlock this. I believe the underlying key to our commercial success, continued commercial success, and that of the airport, and our ability to grow will be the ongoing significant investment in the airfield, terminals and general infrastructure. I believe that the increase in the cap on passenger numbers is essential to unlock the route to investment which I will be able to make and others and allow the facilities to be updated and improved for passengers, the people who work at the airport, not forgetting the significant economic ripple effect to the wider community. I also believe this increase will allow the airport to expand its airline services, providing a greater global reach and connectivity, linking the area to more international investment opportunities with a wider portfolio of destinations. This will not only benefit businesses who will no longer be forced to travel to other airports to go to more distant economic centres, but also open a wider opportunities to leisure travellers. In seeking the increase in the cap of passengers, I believe Stansted Airport have approached the development of the airport in a considered and responsible way within the current government guidelines. For example, I understand that the airport is seeking to minimise the impact on the local area by seeking to grow the passenger numbers without increasing the current limits on the number of flights, without increasing the noise beyond that currently approved, and without increasing night flights. I would therefore ask that the increase sought by Stansted Airport is given, given the positive impact it will have across all stakeholders, is supported and approved. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr Hope. Uh, Mr Ian King. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm here representing WH Smith um, and in support of the increase in the passenger cap at Stansted. Um, as WH Smith, we uh, currently operate eight stores across Stansted Airport uh, and a total workforce of about 120 people. Um, over the last five years in particular, we've seen both the number of stores, the number of employees and, and the scale of our business at Stansted Airport grow quite significantly uh, since the acquisition from, uh, by MAG uh, and the general passenger growth we've seen throughout the airport. Um, we're very keen for this trajectory to continue. Um, the plans that we've seen for the airport uh, based on the existing passenger numbers and, and should we get to the 43 million cap um, are exciting and for us as a business um, makes Stansted a real key priority for us as far as our future plans. Um, we as WH Smith Travel uh, are a growing business in the UK. Uh, we operate shops in every major airport across the UK uh, and many across the world, both in uh, the Middle East, the Far East, Europe, um, Australia, etc. Et um, within the UK, uh, the long-term projections are for air passenger growth to continue. Uh, we see that in lots of our partners across the UK um, and for us we think it's important that Stansted keeps pace with that um, and keeps pace with the Heathrows and the Gatwicks and, and the many other airports who are projecting significant passenger growth in the years to come. For us, as far as our business in Stansted, um, it's proved to be uh, a very successful training ground 
um, for our colleagues. We've had lots of people who uh, started their careers uh, working on the till, filling the shelves in our shops, have progressed through the organisation and, and many now actually are, are working in our head office in London in, in senior roles in the organisation who, who um, started their days in Stansted Airport and, and understand the airport and understand um, how the airport works and, and how our shops work. So it's, uh, it's an important location for us. Um, the current number of 120 grows during the summer, so, so we take on a large temporary workforce in the summer. Uh, students and people working for summer uh, work. Uh, summer is our busy time. Um, that's when everyone is holidaying, and, and so our, our workforce swells at that time. Of course, as the passenger numbers grow, that, then we expect that to keep going. So, so the current 120, we would expect to grow to 150, 200, and so on. So. It's important for us um, and we believe for the local community and the jobs that we can create there uh, that the passenger cap um, grows in line with air passenger growth in the UK. Uh, the recent introduction of long-haul flights for Stansted has been particularly exciting. We, we think that this really makes Stansted um, operate in a different league as far as uh, air operators um, and tourism both coming into the UK and, and out of the UK uh, will, will materially change with, with the introduction of the long-haul flights and Stansted's plans um, around that part of global travel. So um, we would like to support the application. Uh, we think it's the uh, necessary and the logical step for Stansted for the next 10 years. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr King. Uh, Karen Ivory. Good afternoon, I'm Karen Ivory and I'd like to speak in support of the airport application this afternoon. I was born and raised in this area. Um, my standard education and my higher education were both undertaken in this area as well. And during my educational years, I was advised, you can't go to the airport for your works experience. They don't take works experience. You need to go to London. You need to go where it's, there's more diversity, more opportunities. That's really where you need to be. I never was one to be deterred, and a short trip to the airport and a knock on HR's door soon had that situation remedied, and my works experience at the airport commenced. 32 years later, I'm still at the airport. Uh, I've been offered a breadth of experience and opportunities that you would rarely find outside of London. I've managed to work within the engineering, retail, marketing, public affairs, and capital delivery departments within Stansted Airport. I've been afforded the opportunity of targeted learning and professional body training and affiliation as I forged my career in the aviation industry as a woman. And all of this was done within a 15-minute journey from my home. I now find myself attending careers evenings at school with my 15-year-old son. These events seem to be far more creative, uh, far more extensive than they ever were when I was 15. And I recently regaled to him my experiences of wanting to work at the airport and being told that doesn't happen. So how pleased was I to find, as we walked between the stands of Deloitte's, Lloyds of London, Raytheon and all the other big London names, there was the Stansted Academy. <coughs> providing information to local children on a vast range of opportunities available to them with the advantage of all being on their own doorstep. 
Opportunities that you have to admit were comparable only with those on offer from other major towns and cities such as Cambridge and London in the past. These opportunities just wouldn't have been available had it not been for the success and growth of Stansted Airports. And I, for one, as a parent, not just an employee at Stansted Airport, can really appreciate how important, important these opportunities are to our future generations. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you very much, Karen. Uh, Councillor Alan Dean, who is limited to three minutes. <laughs> Rehearse. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Good afternoon colleagues and uh, visitors. Yes, my name is Alan Dean. I represent Stansted North on this council. I recognise the benefits to people in my ward of employment at the airport and of local trading with it. Yesterday and again today we have heard heartfelt pride from people at the airport. I also represent those who are concerned about negative effects on the local environment and on the overall well-being of residents. The Government wants to see best use made of existing South East airports. The Council must ensure it knows what best use actually means. That may require scrutinising a potential passenger throughput of something like 55 million passengers per annum, not 43. This Council has spent this Council has spent the past 32 years that I've been a member of it dealing with a salami-sliced tactical approach to airport growth. Uttlesford has never looked at the long-term potential capacity and its consequences, so we have had expansion by stealth, in my opinion. A master plan of what real best use would mean should be demanded. We should all know what that would mean for all roads and railways, our towns, villages and countryside. We might or might not like what it shows, but we all deserve to know the potential consequences. Knocking off one year's projected growth, as the applicant has done, to hover just below the 10 million, pound, 10 million passengers per annum uplift threshold of what is really a nationally strategic project, again amounts to looking at yet another slice of that elusive whole salami sausage. No authority can plan properly in this cloak and dagger way. Take local roads in Sunset Mount Fitchett. What will local congestion and air quality be like with 55 million passengers, a major commercial development on the north side of the airport, of the runway, plus around 100,000 additional people living within several miles of the airport. It's time now to assess how we, and those who will follow us, would cope. Oh, and please, don't forget to achieve solutions to the blight of airport fly parking around our towns and villages. Finally, colleagues, carbon emissions, the driver of frightening climate change, Uttlesford needs a quantified verification from Her Majesty's Government of Stansted's compatibility with UK commitments to rapid reductions in carbon emissions. As, it's, as it seems, the Stansted projection emissions will exceed central government's assumptions. The Council must have a dialogue with the Department for Transport and others. 
Your report, colleagues, sidesteps this. UDC must think and act locally, but also nationally and globally. I urge the committee either to defer the application for further evidence to be presented on local and global issues, or simply refuse it as being premature as well as incomplete. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Alan. Okay. Uh, I have uh, Mr. Patrick Hunter. Mr. Hunter, you have three minutes when you're ready. Thank you very much. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chairman. Um, as the saying goes, money makes the world go round. And of course, making even more money is the purpose of Manchester, I repeat, Manchester Airport Group's planning application. It is definitely not in the interest of the residents, council taxpayers and voters of Uttlesford and surrounding districts, but is an endeavour by MAG to make even more financial profit for themselves and to hell with the local residents' disrupted lives. It is us, the residents' voters, who would suffer the consequences should our councillors endorse the misguided, in my opinion, recommendation and report prepared by one of the UDC's planning officers to grant approval, albeit with some conditions. Numerous local residents and voters have already voiced their concerns and objections very aptly to UDC councillors, so I do not intend just to replicate those points they emphasised. I expect MAG will make many more applications in due course, chance in their arm, wherever possible, just to allow them to continually try and manipulate the situation in one form or another. Their ultimate objection, of course, is more aircraft flights and more passengers, and thus more money. Councillors must remain strong and not allow MAG's offer of incentives to persuade them to grant the unnecessary expansion plans which are against the residents' best interest and against the rules of human justice for local residents, who are the main sufferers in this scenario. Many residents have voiced this application should be dealt with at government level. It is too much a political hot potato to be decided at UDC level, and I am also of that opinion. Alternatively, just refuse the planning permission. I am sure MAG will conjure up another application in some other form or another. It's called playing the planning game. Why did MAG acquire Stansted Airport fairly recently, knowing that planning for expansion had been refused to the previous owners, then try to pursue expansion themselves? What makes them different from the previous owners? I suspect that their intention is to get greater passenger throughput and likewise even more aircraft activity via surreptitious means, as they are endeavouring to do now. Another of my many concerns is if this planning gain was achieved, this would allow MAG to sell the airport at some vast profit to probably some foreign, far eastern investors and then walk away from the impending can of worms, with our lives and countryside ruined and our road infrastructure in chaos. I understand MAG already, before any further expansion, are making a profit in the region of £160 million per annum, so I don't expect they will suffer any reduction in this figure should their planning application be refused. Many of the factors they boast for the area are already in situ without this present application being granted. 
In fact, UDC contributed some £600,000 of our money to the new training centre, which is worth a mention. The good news is that I have been advised by the Minister for Aviation, Baroness Suggs, that the nighttime quota count for Standard has been reduced from October 2018. Thank goodness somebody has got some common sense. Strangely, MAG have not mentioned this latest government instruction at any of these public meetings. I wonder why. Councillors, do the right thing for your constituents and refuse this application or pass the decision on to our government. MAG have tried to manufacture the situation which is an insult to our intelligence. MAG's real ultimate aim is more aircraft and more passengers or a sale and this application is one of the steps to help them achieve their ultimate objections. We are being hoodwinked. Thank you, Mr Hunter. Uh, Professor Bantonvale? I think I've probably pronounced that wrong. Uh, good afternoon. I am an emeritus professor in the field of medicine at the University of London. I've lived in Hedham for 53 years, maybe 54 now. Now, uh, a long time ago, in 1905, the Nobel laureate who did more for the public health of the world than almost anybody else, Robert Koch, said, the day will come when man will have to fight noise inexorably as cholera and the plague. And the day has come. In, 20 years ago, the World Health Organization produced a charter saying that for transport and environment, the health of the, of the community must be put first when considering transport. Have we done that? The adverse effects are on vulnerable groups, particularly children, the elderly, the infirm, etc. They recommended that the polluter pays. Has that happened? Would it happen? No. This country was signatories to that report. Now, the adverse effect of aviation, uh, of noise really, uh, is well known. There's nothing new in that concentration, fatigue, accidents, particularly if you don't have a good night's rest. A landmark study was carried out uh, a few years ago in three countries on um, children in primary schools near airports, which showed that they had a cognitive defect living near the airport. Uh, it was worse, in fact, uh, if they had colds, because in the winter and so on, because their hearing was uh, impaired as well, and there was an effect on the teachers. As well-known phrase, jet pause, where teaching had to stop, the teachers got hoarse voices and so on. Um, now, uh, in addition to that, there's new information which has recently been accrued. The accumulated data from a number of countries have shown that those living near airports, particularly under flight paths, have a higher incidence of cardiac disease, hypertension and ischemic heart disease. And the Germans have shown the mechanism of that, that your lying of your small blood vessels, which is crucial in protecting uh, the, uh, the blood vessels in the heart, is destroyed or interrupted by noise. These are peer-reviewed publications in different countries. Um, there's also been a recent report about dementia. It's been in the press. I didn't believe much about the cardiac problems in the early days, but I don't push things under the carpet now. And there may be a similar mechanism in dementia and heart disease, namely the effect on the small blood vessels, this time in the brain. Uh, now, uh, 
We need more work on the dementia side. On the cardiac side, no, there's plenty of it already, in fact. The mechanism, however, may not just be due to noise, because, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, atmospheric pollution may also play a role. Um, now, uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, another WHO report came out, uh, uh, and it said we've got to reduce noise levels well below what we have at the moment. I won't go into the figures now, you'll hear about that, about that, about that tonight, and so forth. We must involve communities affected by change and remove the influence of commercial determinants which are detrimental to health, and that's very important. You can go jogging, you can stop smoking, you can, stop, you can drink less, you can eat less, but you cannot affect what's going on up there with noise uh, or, in fact, environmental influences. And it's the job of government, central and local, and that's us, to protect our communities. And I haven't heard much about that so far. Thank you. Thank you, Professor. Um, David Learn. I think it's David Liam, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Thank you. I've looked a bit closer now. <laughs> uh, good afternoon. I'm David Liam, Executive Director at the London First Business Group, and I'm here to speak in support of the planning application by Stansted Airport to increase its passenger cap from 35 to 43 million passengers a year. Uh, London First is a business campaigning group with a mission to make London and the wider South East the best region in the world to do business. We have over 200 major business members drawn from across the economy which includes Stansted and the other major southeast airports, and we see high-quality air links as absolutely vital to the future competitiveness of London and the wider southeast. Stansted Airport plays a significant role in supporting the southeast regional economy. It is strategically located at the heart of the important London to Cambridge growth corridor and plays a key role in connecting businesses and their employees throughout that corridor with the rest of the world. Crucially, of course, it also connects the rest of the world to businesses investment opportunities and visitor attractions here across the South East. Less well known but just as important is that Stansted is also the UK's third biggest air freight hub, helping businesses across the South East import and export high value goods such as pharmaceuticals for example. All of this is good for jobs in the region. Since the breakup of the BAA group, Stansted has grown impressively, boosting connections to destinations across Europe and adding new links to emerging markets around the world. With Stansted filling up fast and other southeast airports already full, we believe it's vital that Stansted is now enabled to plan for growth beyond the existing passenger cap. Taking this step would ensure we make best use of existing southeast runway capacity in line with government policy. As the country prepares for our future post-Brexit, businesses strongly support action that will strengthen Britain's ability to trade and engage with the rest of the world. Stansted's application would do just that, and on behalf of our members, we support it wholeheartedly. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Mr. Liam. Uh, Martin Bedwell. We've just got two more speakers, and then we'll take a break. So. Good afternoon. My name is Martin Bedwell and I have lived in Hatfield Broadoak since 1988. 
In the early days of living there, and in discussion with long-standing residents, I was told, worry less about what happens in the skies and more about what happens on the ground. In some respects, this has proved prophetic. Since then, some, I emphasise some aircraft, are less noisy. However, when passing aircraft interfere, interfere with conversation and entertainment enjoyment, decibel counting in single numbers is of no comment, comfort or remedy. Any slight benefit in less noisy aircraft is offset by the increased frequency of flights. The thought of the increase in air traffic applied for, and no, and no doubt air flights, is a hugely unwelcome spectre. The countryside is a refuge from noise and pollution, but we are increasingly threatened by pollution in the form of light, noise and poor air quality generated by both air and attendant increase in road traffic. I am aware of the basic details of the applications by MAG to increase passengers and flight numbers at Stansted Airport, which will cause, despite what you may have been told, a massive increase in these unwanted factors. UDC councillors have the responsibility of approving or denying this application. They also have a duty of care to the residents of Uttlesford. MAG would have us all believe that the measures that they propose would have little consequence. Accepting unchallenged the assertions of MAG would be a dereliction of UDC duty. The proposal by MAG demands the most strenuous examinations to ensure our environmental welfare. A full and open examination of all the social and environmental impacts at government level is imperative. I therefore urge you most emphatically to reject this application until such time as these examinations can be effected. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr Bedwell. Uh, Robert Lee. Good afternoon and uh, thank you for the opportunity to speak. Uh, my name is Robert Lee and I'm a Nuttlesford resident. I moved to the village of Stansted Mount Fitchett from the Midlands in 1983. At that time, the inquiry into the location of the 3rd London Airport was well underway, and I guessed then that Stansted would be chosen of the three candidates, and that the development of Stansted would ultimately lead to a significant boost in the local prosperity. Now, I established my business 22 years ago, and Stansted Airport was a target client of mine at that time. It took me a little while to get my business established, and it was 2003 before I got my first order from them. But following the acquisition of Stansted by MAG, the amount of work I've received from Stansted has grown enormously. MAG do buy locally. So I'm declaring my interest. Stansted is an important client of mine and of many others. One of the projects I work on is the Meet the Buyers event. I've done this for Stansted for seven years now. It is an event largely funded by Stansted Airport 
that really delivers opportunities for small businesses to break into companies and organisations, not just to the airport. This event works. The 2017 event generated nearly £10 million of contracts for small local businesses at the last count. The very presence of the airport produces a lot of work. Uh, I want to give you an example here. There is a firm based at Stansted Airport that provides a service to travellers. It's not contracted to Stansted Airport. It lives off the passenger traffic going through. That company, in turn, buys a service from a small business in Bishop Stortford. That Bishop Stortford business asked me to help them in the delivery of that service, and in fulfilling my duties in that, I buy materials from another local business. So, not directly from Stansted, but here are four local companies who are benefiting from the existence of the airport in the area. And all this business and all these contracts mean jobs, and jobs mean local prosperity, which ricochets on into shops, pubs, restaurants, and all the other parts of the local economy. Stansted are the main sponsor of a local business exhibition I put on each year, Bishop Storford Means Business. This exhibition is intended to provide a showcase for East Hearts and Uttlesford-based companies with a view to encouraging people to buy and source locally. Without Stansted's financial support, the event could not happen. So with the Meet the Buyers and the Bishop Storford Means Business, just two examples of how Stansted fulfil their CSR uh, obligations. More personally, the airport has provided employment for my children and to many others that I know in the area. My initial thought back in 1983 that the development of Stansted would improve local prosperity has proven beyond doubt. If we want that prosperity to continue to grow, we have to allow Stansted to grow in managed constraints. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr Lee. And... Um Lastly, before the break, I have Mr. Ian Reeves. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I should have learnt by now, really. <clears throat> Thank you. Apologies. Okay. Been last. Okay. Hello, my name is Ian Reeves, and I'm here today to talk about my journey at Stansford and why I believe the airport should continue to grow. It's hard to believe I've been at, at Stansford for over 18 years. I still remember going for the interview and receiving the, f the phone call with my, first, my very first job offer. I was so excited for my first day at work, as my parents were, and the excitement has never left me. I started working at the airport at the age of 19. Working at Stansted gave me the unique opportunity. Joining straight from college has meant that I have developed as a person, improving many of my work and life skills whilst being here. I have been fortunate enough to work in in a variety of positions, meeting fantastic people along the way, who have not only inspired me, but who have given me the confidence to seek new challenges, and for that I am grateful. Being at Stansted for the length of time I have speaks for itself. The, air the airport is a huge part of my life, and I will be lost without it. I genuinely enjoy coming to work every day and consider many of my colleagues to be lifelong friends. I was also lucky enough to meet my now husband at the airport. Our wedding day was attended by many of our work colleagues who travelled over 2,000 miles just to be there. Needless to say, they all flew from Stansted. In addition to this, the airport has allowed me to push my boundaries both inside and outside of the workplace. Just last month, I completed the, 50, uh, the, the, Chiltern, 50, excuse me, the Chiltern 50k walk for our airport charity, Click Sergeant. 
supporting young lives with cancer. We are all extremely proud of this achievement and even more proud to raise over £8,000 for the charity. When most people come to the airport, they come to go somewhere, to fly someplace near or far. For us, that work at Stansted is it's so much more. It's our, it's our place of work, a place to serve, a place to grow. We come to stay. To us, Stansted means family. And I can honestly say that without my career at Stansted, I wouldn't be the person I am today. This is why I feel the growth of the airport is so important for the new generation. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a good day. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ian. Um, we're going to take a 10-minute break, uh, if that's all right with everybody, just to give somebody a comfort break, some of the councillors. Getting a bit longer in the tooth.
Okay, if we continue, uh, Mr. Andy Scott. No, no Andy Scott? Okay. Uh, Mr. Scott Barlow. It was going so smoothly this morning. Uh, Sam Stubbs. You're not having much luck. Thank you very much for that. What is something you said? <laughs> I've definitely got the right list. Thank you very much, Mr. Lodge. Uh, okay, Tricia Barber. Oh, what's the chances? Okay. I, am, I can assure you I'm on the right list. I, look, can we have enough lip, please? Uh, Mr. John Farrow. John. It would appear I'm on the right list. <laughs> John, microphone. Gordon. Good afternoon. My name is John Farrow. Um, I'm the Customer Services and Security Director at Stansted Airport. Um, thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk today. Um, a bit about myself. I, I've worked at the airport for uh, 25 years. Um, I've laid down roots here at, in Dunmo. I'm a Dunmo resident for the last five years, having moved from the east end of London. I met my wife at the airport. Um, I've got two young kids who, see my career and my job um, helps me settle and, and lay down those roots in, in Dunmo, and I'm very um, grateful for the airport for providing me that opportunity. I started as a firefighter at the airport and have worked through the ranks, through hard work, to my current position, and I'm pretty proud of that, that journey. And the airport's provided me that opportunity to do that, and I think Stansted Airport um, is a great provider of those opportunities for people like myself who... You know, may have gone on in other directions and, and the airport um, is a great provider of those opportunities um, as I say. From a, from a, from a business perspective um, in my position I obviously understand a lot of what goes on around the business. Um, I understand the support um, and the opportunities that we do provide for local businesses. I know how hard we work to, to, to work and, and, and choose local businesses to work with and we understand the importance of working with community um, and how important it is to be um, a great neighbour um, to the community and I think Stansted Airport does that really, really well and the region um, continues to prosper, I think, from, from, from Stansted Airport. In terms of the future, you might ask, you know, why, why, do, why does the airport need to grow? Well, from my perspective, um, I'm near the end of my career. Um, as I say, I'm very grateful for the career that the airport's given me, but I have um, a young family I have lots of family and friends who work at the airport who are reliant on the airport and will be you know, in future years and future generations and, and, I, and I sincerely hope you approve the application because I think it's really important that future generations get the opportunities that I've enjoyed um, that the airport would will, will hopefully provide for them. So thanks for listening. Um, Thank you Mr Farrow. Uh, Mr David Birch. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my name is David Birch. I'm Director of Policy at Essex Chambers of Commerce. 
We're a business organisation that represents around about 1,000 members across the whole county, ranging from sole traders and small businesses through to national and multinational companies. And Manchester Airports Group are one of our members and also one of our patrons with whom we do work on a regular basis. We're fully supportive of this application as we believe that it will bring real benefits to the economy of not just Uttlesford, but also Essex and the wider east of England and the south east. The continued growth and success of the airport is important to the business of many of our members, not just in meeting demand for air travel and global connectivity, but also as a major employer and export gateway. The lifting of the passenger cap is all the more important given the aviation system in London and the South East is in need of additional runway capacity. If international trade, investment, tourism and economic productivity are to grow in the UK, we need to make full and efficient use of our airports. We have members of Essex Chambers of Commerce who currently have to travel to Heathrow or Gatwick to get flights to destinations outside Europe. But with its growing number of long-haul links and others planned for the future, Stansted is well-placed to be a crucial part of making it easier for them to access overseas markets. Although many people think of airports purely in terms of passengers, air freight is equally important and it plays a crucial role in supporting the continued growth of the UK's world-class industries. Stansted is ideally placed between London and Cambridge. It's a major part of the UK's innovation corridor and will increasingly offer opportunities for businesses in the important scientific and creative sectors to access markets around the world. The increasing range of just-in-time express cargo services is appreciated by anyone ordering or sending a package via the internet. And airports like Stansted have a vital role to play in keeping trade and e-commerce moving. It's already the largest single-site employment base in the east of England, with 12,000 people working there, half of whom live in Essex, and if this application is approved, would create 5,000 new on-site jobs, doubling the airport's economic contribution to £2 billion a year and improving passenger choice and convenience. The airport's also supporting the development of appropriate skills in young people through its Aviation College in partnership with Harlow College, which demonstrates their commitment to supporting the local community and helping develop the jobs of the future. We believe it's crucial that London Stansted is allowed to continue to grow in a sustainable way in order to allow people, goods and services to enter and exit the country safely and efficiently. In doing so, I would note that, importantly, the airport does not seek to grow out of its current environmental limits and that the arrival of new quieter aircraft by airlines, this can be achieved. I understand that the committee is being recommended to approve this application by your planning officers and we would urge you to accept the recommendation and give approval to Santa's application at your meeting on the 14th of November. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr Birch. Uh, Kitty Nash. Hi there. My name is Kitty Nash. I work for London Stansted Airport. And this is my Stansted story and why I believe the airport should be allowed to grow. I first heard of Stansted when my mum started to work here whilst I was a teenager. I returned from travelling only to be um, encouraged to get a job and that was at the airport where she worked. At the time I didn't know about the airport and I initially thought it was um, uh, I'm going to say a Mickey Mouse airport and it wasn't a place that I'd want to work. 
Quickly, I realised Stansted was not what I perceived it to be. It was an absolute opposite to that. It superseded my expectations of what a job at Stansted would mean to me. I started as a security officer, working hours I never even knew existed, that started in the middle of the night. I started my journey inside the terminal, uh, then proceeded to work outside, and now I work within the training team at Stansted, where I've been for the last 12 years. Stansted benefits me in many ways. Currently, I'm studying maths at Stansted, um, and I'm hoping to pass quite soon. Um, I travel a long way to get to the airport. I travel around the M25, taking up to sometimes in traffic two hours, but I feel the journey's worth it. Within the training team, we see a lot of new employees at Stansted. They, st they can either be starting their career or coming to the end of their career. During my time here, I've had three children. Each time that I've been on maternity, I've returned and been accommodated to the hours I want to work, which gives me a good work-life balance um, so I can finish on time to go and pick my children up um, and I continue my career and develop. How am I doing? Okay. Um, also, I feel my children are part of the airport. They can come to the um, airport. We've got an aero zone there. They can visit Christmas parties, stuff like that. So they're also encouraged to visit the airport. Um, and I would hope one day that they may have a career at the airport. Um, that's it really. So I'm Kitty. I'm proud to wear my ID and proud to work for Stansted Airport and I hope you allow it to grow. Okay. Thank you very much, Kitty. Uh, Mr Scott Edgar. Good afternoon. My name is Scott Edgar and I'm a director at Ramble based in our London office. Ramble is an engineering consultancy of 13,000 people globally and 1,200 in the UK with local offices in London and Cambridge. We have been working at Stansted Airport for around 20 years on various terminal buildings and landside and airside facilities and since 2016 on the Stansted Transformation Project. In that time, over 100 Ramble staff have been involved in the development of the expansion proposals. This has been equivalent to 15 to 20 full-time staff in 2018. As an international aviation consultant, we recognise the role that airport expansion programmes can play in encouraging and supporting regional growth, and Stansted is uniquely located to do that. The proximity of the airport to London, to the east of England, and to the technology and academic centre that is Cambridge provides a unique opportunity for development that should see Stansted reach its current capacity in the near future. We support this application for Stansted to grow in a sustainable manner to realise its potential and maximise its benefit to the local area. As a resident of Essex and a frequent flyer from Stansted, I am personally keen to see the airport expand, improve its airline mix and increase the destinations to which it flies. Whilst I frequently use the airport for leisure travel, as a director in a Scandinavian business, I would like to see the range of flights to Jersey, to Copenhagen, Stockholm, Helsinki, etc. expanded to suit business travellers as well as leisure travellers. Living near Brentwood, I benefit from the close proximity of the airport 
and have benefited personally from the employment opportunities it offers. Whilst I live under one of the stacks to Heathrow, I don't believe I am or will be adversely impacted by Stansted now or in the future. Personally, I have been pleased to be involved in the ongoing work at Stansted and look forward to furthering the mutually beneficial relationship myself and my employer have with the airport and MAG. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you, Mr Edgar. Uh, Rosalind Sadlow. Hi everybody, my name is Rosalind Sudlow and I'm a Felstead resident. Um, I'd like to tell you about the problem as I see it, how it affects me, what I've done to the steps I've taken so far and what I'm asking from you. As you all know, up until 2016, Felstead wasn't affected by aircraft noise at all until the imposition of LAMP Phase 1A, which effectively turned Felstead into a noise corridor, not only high up from um, Heathrow, but also from, Felstead, uh, from uh, Stansted Airport. Felstead has become a double noise corridor. At high level to the south of my house, there's a never-ending stream of aircraft from airports further south. This is intrusive and annoying, but living in the south of England, I suppose we have to expect some noise. But the noise I've come here to today to tell you about is of a different calibre altogether. This is the noise of aircraft taking off from Stansted on the Clacton route, just to the north of my house, over the A120 and then Felstead and beyond. Because the planes are low and slow, the noise is extremely loud and effectively continuous as the next aircraft is on its way before the noise of the previous one is finished. The noise starts at around 06.10 in the morning and does not finish often until after midnight, plus extra night flights. The only respite is if the weather changes, but the weather is against us more often than it isn't. When aircraft larger than the Ryanair fleet fly over, the noise is even worse, hitting the ground and booming up the hill into Felstead. There's no ambient noise as there is in London to mask this. The only other sound on a sunny spring or summer morning is the birds. Imagine how it feels to have nowhere to go and to know that there'll be no respite all day or the next. It's unbearable. In the peak summer period, I can't sleep as flights depart one after another between nine, nine o'clock in the evening and half past midnight. If I'm going to work the next day, I have to get up at 5.15 and when I'm standing at the bus stop in Felstead at 6.10, they start again. I get off the bus back in Felstead again in the evening at 7 and the sky over Felstead is still full of planes and noise. It's the same all year round, though of course in the summer it's worse. When Nats originally applied for these flight changes as LAMP Phase 1A, I didn't know what the effect would be, and so I didn't complain. Well, how could I know? As soon as the effect became clear in 2016, I began to keep note of the, of the nuisance and continue to do so, having been told by Stansted, Nats, and CAA representatives at a meeting in Felstead in November 2016 that the post-implementation review would take noise, note of the noise blight the changes had caused. After a year, there was still no PIR, I chased this with Nats with the CIA multiple times, but they had no courtesy. They didn't answer. This summer, after repeated requests, I finally received information from Martin Rolfe of Nats' office, indirectly via our MP, who had chased it up for me. In this, she was informed that the flight changes were set in stone and the PIR was nothing to do with that. The concerns of her constituent IME were effectively brushed off. 
Using my notes, I also sent regular noise reports to the Stansted noise line, which were and continue to be responded to months after each event and with total denial and disdain. In order not to be a nuisance, I recently put two months' worth of noise events onto one form and received the same response, that operations and noise levels were normal and well within limits, nothing untoward. They effectively dismissed the noise and refused to engage with local communities. In my correspondence to all stakeholders, stakeholders, I've not called for the airport to be shut down or for passenger numbers to be reduced in order for me to sleep. I've made a perfectly sensible suggestion that the current flight movements be fanned out so that more people may be overflown, but they're overflown for less time. Nats and the CAA are trying to make the limited airspace work for everyone, but that has to include local people too. We're the ones that suffer. At no stage has MAG shown any interest in working with the CAA, Nats and the government to reduce this blight. It is the repeated denial and dismissal of legitimate grievance and refusal to even contemplate sensible suggestions for improvement which makes me so angry and it's why I'm here today. I have to hope that reports of a done deal between UDC and MAG are not true. I want to believe in local democracy, so I've taken the day off work today to come here and ask you to refuse this application until such time that the issue of noise corridors is addressed in a fair and equitable way. I'm asking you to task MAG to work with air traffic and government to find a way to reduce the blight caused by these noise corridors, to fan out the noise, to give us some respite. This seems very reasonable to me. It doesn't close the door on future expansion. Who knows one day silent planes may be developed. Until such time, any talk of quieter planes is meaningless when these planes going over, are going over your head all day long. And already they're using the planes. They've got, they're not going to suddenly produce some even quieter planes. I'm already driven to distraction by the current persistent noise, and MAG has position, permission already in place to grow its numbers quite considerably, so the application is premature. It's also grossly unfair to local people like me who go to work and pay taxes and council tax. Stansted Airport, as we've heard, is already a hugely profitable enterprise and a good employer of local people, but it doesn't need to grow further at, at our expense. You know and other stakeholders such as local councils and Stop Stansted Expansion have proved that MAG has lied and obfuscated in its application. The desperation with which it pursues this permission is a clear sign of an ulterior motive. Once MAG has your permission in the bag, it won't be long before it, it claims it needs a second runway to cope with the huge number of flight movements. Furthermore, the government is a signatory to environmental targets that a few electric car charging points at Stansted are not going to have any impact on. The pollution from Stansted and the M11 already casts a pall of cloud over that area, visible as you approach from the east along the A120. The railway station is often so filled with jet fumes it's hard to breathe. This application flies in the face of government and EU targets for reducing emissions which are affecting the climate. Finally, those who wish to see unrestricted growth in air travel always point out to how much this capacity is needed. We've heard this just now this afternoon. How we can't manage without it, how the economy of the country is dependent on it. I'd like to show you here, I've got these for you later, um, the marketing emails I've received from Ryanair in the last two weeks alone. I get these all year round. If capacity at Stansted is in such short supply that MAG desperately needs to be able to fly 43 million passengers a year, why does Ryanair keep desperately trying to lure prospective passengers in? Why, why is that? Could it be that it's all just smoke and mirrors? Could it be that demand is far less than MAG, that MAG, than MAG and Ryanair and all the others make out? But if they can work together to create that demand 
then by whatever means, then the profits are immense. Can I ask you to try and wrap up, Mrs. Yeah, I am. These these profits will not be shared by UDC or the local community. Thank you. (coughs) Thank you. Uh, Mr. Mark Lucas. Mark Lucas from the LSEC. So, committee members, on behalf of the London Stansted Cambridge Consortium, otherwise known as the LSEC, I speak in support of the planning application by London Stansted Airport to increase its annual passenger cap. This support is a majority view based on consultation with the board and assumes that the airport is willing to meet the properly considered environmental and other relevant planning conditions applied by your council. The airport lies at the heart of the UK's innovation corridor, which links London and Cambridge and is home to over 2 million people and is the location of 4 million jobs. The consortium, formed in 2013, brings together public and private organisations which have the shared aim of seeking economic growth, higher employment rates and providing places for people and business while preserving the quality and character of the corridor. Uttlesford DC is a member of the LSCC but has not sought to influence the contents of this submission. Stansted Airport Airport and its owners, the MAG Group, are key partners to the consortium because we have a joint interest in the continued prosperity of North and East London and the Eastern region as a whole. The continued growth of the airport and its improved connections to Europe and the rest of the world are critical to achieving the joint ambition of the LSCC for the UK's innovation corridor to become one of the top five global knowledge regions by 2036. Therefore, in the opinion of the LSCC, it is important that the the airport has the headroom to be able to grow its passenger throughput beyond the current limit of 35 million passengers per annum to best use of the single runway at 43 million PPA. The LSCC urges the airport to maintain and ideally improve the proportion of people accessing the airport using public transport and to continue its support for investment in the West Anglia main line, thereby increasing the proportion of people accessing the airport by rail. It is vital that the social and economic benefits associated with growth are balanced against any potential adverse environmental consequences. Of particular concern to local communities, of course, are issues relating to aircraft noise and air quality impacts. The consortium expects the District Council to review the environmental impact assessment and ensure that any potential negative impact is properly mitigated. The LSCC also looks to its partner, Stansted Airport, to respond to any discussion and negotiation of planning conditions in a positive and constructive manner. In this way, we can ensure that this important economic asset can grow in an environmentally sustainable way to provide more jobs, better connections and support economic growth in the region. Those conclude my remarks, Chair. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Lucas. Uh, Keisha Locke. 
Good afternoon, everyone. My name is T. Sherlock, and I'm the Stansted Airport Training Manager. I'd like to talk to you about my Stansted Airport journey and why I believe the continuous growth of the airport is so important. Before my time at the airport, I was a single mum of three young sons. As like anyone with children, my children's care was of the utmost importance, but I knew I had to balance my work life with caring for my boys as a single mother. Then one day my life changed. I applied for a part-time job as a frontline security officer at the airport, and I found out very quickly Stansted Airport supported the work-life balance for all their employees. This gave me the opportunity to manage my home life and work. From that day on, I went from strength to strength, working my way up the ladder, being supported and developed along the way by senior managers, managers and my peers. I am now an airport senior manager leading a team of 13. Every day is different in relation to my own work commitments, but the one thing that never changes are the people I work alongside daily. The airport is like an extended family. The support, the care, the commitment and the spirit is so strong that it fills me with pride to be part of it. Not only do we all support each other, but we care for the surrounding communities. This year I've given my time to work on a project at the Rainbow Rural Farm in Donmo. I've been involved in our airport charity events, to which all money goes to our airport charity, Click Sergeant, which supports young lives with cancer. One of my proudest moments was when my youngest son, who is now 22, started at the airport under Neil Banks' apprenticeship scheme from leaving school. He has now moved on and been successful in getting a role as an airport firefighter. The airport has really opened up an amazing career for him, as they have done for many other young workers. Keeping it in the family, my father, after his retirement, joined the airport part-time to slowly wind down. He spent two amazing years and made many additional friends. He is now 77 and still looks back at his brief working time at the airport with pride. He too has been a part of this amazing journey. In total, I'm now coming up to my 22nd year working at this amazing airport, working with great people, people who are passionate about the airport, about the customers and the growth of Stansted. I feel privileged to be part of the Stansted Airport family and hope other families will benefit as mine have through future growth. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Tisha. Uh, Mr. Richard Cross. No, Mr. Cross, no. Um, I'll just check with the others. Andy Scott? No. Scott Barlow? Sam Stubbs? Tricia Barber? No, right, okay, that's fine. Uh, Mr. Stuart Moody. Moody. What can I say? Sorry, Mr. Moody. Oh, it was good, good fuss, I like it. <laughs> good afternoon. Um, my name's Stuart Moody. Moody, not Moody. Don't be daft. I am the People Development Lead at Stansted Airport. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to speak today. And uh, I settled here just over 10 years ago, um, and I've worked at Stansted for the last three, where my core focus is the development of careers of our colleagues. 
I see the growth of London Stansted as key to securing the future for all our families, friends, neighbours and colleagues who are gainfully employed within the over 200 businesses that operate across the airport. I see the continuous growth feeding a plethora of clear opportunities within our local community. With three quarters of our colleagues and business partners living in or near the local community, we are building these opportunities in areas critical for the future growth of the UK economy, such as engineering, commercial roles, business change, operations, security, IT, and customer services, to name just a few. I'm delighted to have been working on, these, on the first on-site college, pioneering innovation for uh, career development, uh, first of its type in the UK. Uh, I'm also passionate about the work that we do developing apprenticeships and our own graduate schemes, which are all a, a feed of recruitment activities to, to help build um, the career pathways and career routes across the airport. I also take great personal pride in seeing the internal growth of our own colleagues as, they, as one or two people have mentioned today who work here have worked through or worked at Sandstead, that have worked through um, their business for the last 10, 15, 20 years and been promoted from within. During the last couple of years, I've also enjoyed supporting our local community, particularly in school mentoring programmes, promoting a variety of career opportunities at our Aerozone, as well as supporting local school and colleague leavers, college leavers with interview coaching techniques and career advice. A successful pl planning application will enable the airport to grow and widen the, air the airline base. This growth plan will also offer great opportunities for local business supply chain, boosting the economy in ways um, which will further add employment opportunities for all. Thank you for listening. I hope you successfully passed this application and personally committed to developing these, career sustainable, uh, these sustainable career development opportunities for our friends and families. Thank you. Thank you, Mr Moody. Uh, Joanna Kitteridge. Good afternoon. As a resident of Cambridgeshire and an employee of Stansted Airport, I felt strongly that I needed to express my support for the planning application. I was a resident of Bishop Stortford for approximately 18 years, and 11 years ago I moved to live in Cambridgeshire, on the outskirts of Cambridge, not far from Linton Zoo. And in that time I've had many lodgers, including Cambridge University students, who have stayed with myself and my family. Students, as we all know, usually tend to live on a very tight budget, and with their love for travel, Stansted opened the opportunity to travel to many of the places that the airport fly to. With Ryanair and EasyJet flights offered at a low budget price, it was extremely inviting and offers them many opportunities. I've enjoyed many evenings in the kitchen, chatting over a cup of tea or a glass of wine, listening to their many adventures from Ibiza to Krakow to Rome. The train or bus service directly into the airport from Cambridge made it even more accessible. May I stress, however, that although I mention the students, my family and friends of all ages travel regularly in and out of the airport, and we are all extremely excited that a growing Stansted will give us the opportunity to explore more destinations from our local airport, with Long Hall being added to that equation. 
I have owned property abroad and Stansted and Airlines have given me and friends and family the opportunity to visit regularly or as often as finances would allow, which with the budget airlines was a lot more than we first envisaged. The second point I'd like to make, having worked at the airport for five years in many different roles, which I should point out have been some of my best years, I've had the opportunities that the airport can offer again to all generations regarding employment is second to none within the employment spectrum. The airport bug, as we call it in my family, seems to get passed down through family generations and even one of my two-year-old grandson's first words was Jet 2. He loves watching the aircraft and the thought that maybe one day he will work within the aviation industry is a satisfying thought. We can't wait for him to experience the adventures of the Aerozone community. It has offered so much to so many people from the local and surrounding schools since it opened. I also have had several members of my family working at the airport over the years and all speak highly of the opportunities, training and prospects that are on offer. I can remember in my early 20s visiting Enterprise House, the building that's next door to the airport where I work. I visited for a job fair, yes, 20 years ago, and knew that sometime in my life I would work at the airport. It may have been many jobs and two children later that I joined the airport, but I can honestly say that I've, had the, I've left the best till last. I feel so proud to be part of London Stansted Airport community and can't wait to see it involve over the coming years. Thank you, Joanna. Um, Roger Graham. Mr Graham, no? Okay. Uh, Heather MacDonald. No, I don't have a Heather MacDonald. Okay. Uh, this is going to test me. Etel Wiener. Uh, Vanello, and I hope I pronounced that right. Good afternoon, everyone. I currently work at Stansted Airport, and I started at Stansted Airport since I was 18. 17 years down the line, I still enjoy, and I love to see how the airport is growing and looking forward to see how it's growing towards the next few years. It has given me a great opportunity to work at Stansted, develop myself and learn new skills. Obviously, it's part of the economy around Stansted, Bishop Storford and all the surrounding areas, and I believe we can provide extra jobs coming forward for the new youngsters. And the other ones, I also have lots of family working around them. All my friends, they're working around Stansted, and they're all getting new opportunities there. So thank you. I do believe in development Stansted, because they will bring lots to our economy around the area. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Etelvina. Uh, Jack Kaiser. I've got to have got that wrong as well. Jack. <laughs> Mr. Kaiser. 
Good afternoon. My name is Jacques Kaiser, and uh, I've lived in Fletch Green since 2016, and I've worked with and at Stansted Airport since 2013. Uh, our company is SSP, and we operate some of the major concessions for food and beverage at Stansted. We've got uh, six major units, and currently I'm the local ops manager over there. Um, I personally work with other local and international airports and uh, the decision to actually move here and settle close to the airport, knowing that there might be future developments and changes, I believe it was the right decision for myself and my family. I was also part of the initial discussions way back when there was a thought about an academy at the airport and listening to the guys coming down from the different universities and offering apprenticeships, it's amazing what you can do at the airport in the future. I mean. It's, it's a world inside a world. You can start when you're 18 and work there for your whole life, change every five years and have a career. As an employer of over 450 people at Stansted, um, the expansion of course would mean potential new business opportunities for ourselves and continued job security for my team in the future. Uh, the uncertainty of Brexit, uh, Brexit the, the last few collapses of major airlines, um, doesn't detract from the fact that Stansted is still developing an infrastructure, the airport passengers is growing, and what that says to myself and for my team is that this is the place to be in the future. Um, Stansted offers myself, my family and my friends a gateway to the world. There's new flights coming in every three, three, three or four months, uh, great opportunity and choices for travelling, and I do travel via the Stansted Express regularly and uh, I've personally found it a much more reliable versus the local London commuting. Um, to close, I think it's quite clear I am in support of the application and I thank you for giving me the time. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr Kaiser. I think Mr Pete Waters. Uh, good afternoon, I'm uh, Pete Waters, Executive Director of Visit East Anglia. Um, this statement is to support London Stansted Airport's application to invest in the new airfield infrastructure to serve 43 million passengers per annum. Uh, Visit East Anglia is recognised by Visit Britain as a tourism organisation representing the East of England and has a remit to work with partners to attract both domestic and international visitors. In 2017, the visitor economy of Essex, Norfolk, Suffolk and Cambridgeshire combined, evaluated by the Cambridge model, was more than £10 billion, the largest sector and one of the biggest employers. According to the East of England forecasting model, in UK CES working futures, our visitor economy is expected to grow 12% between 2014 and 2024, double the growth across the overall economy in the region. Over 246,000 people in the region are currently dependent on a thriving travel and tourism sector for their livelihoods. Around a third of travel and tourism jobs are held by young people aged 16 to 24, compared to just 12% of all jobs in the wider economy. And the visitor economy is a sector with potential to grow employment and value quickly. With more than 12 million inbound passengers every year, Stansted Airport has a vital role to play in supporting the UK tourism industry, not only as a London's third airport, but also as the international gateway to the east of England. The airport's unrivaled access to Europe and new destinations in the US and Middle East open up our region and help promote tourist attractions like Audley End House in Saffron Walden, Imperial War Museum Duxford and the Norfolk Broads to inbound leisure passengers from across the world. 
From our work with Visit Britain on promoting our unique heritage as the home of the US 8th Air Force during the Second World War, we know there is a huge opportunity in the North American market. The airport's growing connectivity cannot be underestimated in Visit East Anglia's successful bid to Visit Britain's Discover England Fund for the Friendly Invasion Project, and continued investment in Stansted Airport can only help the tourism industry in future. Visit Britain recognised Manchester Airport as the gateway to the north, and Birmingham Airport as the gateway to the Midlands. Stansted should be the gateway to the east of England. If we are able to continue to benefit from inbound tourism in our region, it is vital we support our local airport and its plans to attract new airlines and invest in terminal and airfield infrastructure to improve the customer experience. That is why we endorse the London Stansted Airport's application and planned investment in helping grow our economy and employment. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr Walters. Um, I have no other... Uh, speakers actually written down. Was there anybody else who's here that should be on the list? Aha, your name? All right. Uh, okay, Mr. Nicholson, if you'd like to speak, I'll accept that. Good afternoon. I'm representing the views of the residents and the parish council of uh, Hellions Bumpstead which is 15 miles from Stansted uh, in the Braintree district. 20 years ago, uh, planes occasionally flew out from Stansted Airport, turned over Hellions Bumpstead and flew back to the airport. That was because the runway was busy and the aircraft was stacking to wait for a landing slot. But this stacking has gradually grown worse and till it's increased this year till the, the, there were aircraft basically most days all day from November um, from June to November and sometimes on into the night obviously the considerable noise in a quiet area represents a loss of amenity and the downwash from planes flying repeatedly over the same route causes their pollution to be mixed with the surface air over a wide area. But the main issue is the unnecessary release of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere causing climate change. Stacking planes are flying slowly in dense air with frequent turns which make them very inefficient. We are talking uh, tons, of gallon, tons of fuel here and they consequently reduce, release far more CO2 than in normal flight. Everyone else is trying to, to reduce their carbon footprint, insulating their houses, electric cars, using renewable energy. We've replaced a perfectly, um, had to replace a perfectly serviceable boiler with an apparently more efficient model at the cost of a third of my annual income, while simultaneously Stansted was flying aircrafts in, aircraft in pointless circles over my house on tax-free fuel. This is neither equitable nor reasonable. The problem is that the runway at Stansted is full and the airspace above it is overflowing. The planes are like cars circulating around a full car park looking for a place to park but with hugely greater environmental consequences. Unless the airport can become more efficient and eliminate stacking, they should not be allowed to expand their passenger numbers. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Nicholson. And I think I saw one other hand go up. Yes, if you'd like to come and speak. Your name is? Okay, Sue. 
think you were down for yesterday, but don't worry. You have three minutes when you're ready. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, my name is Sue Mayer and I'm from Little Hallenbury and I have lived in fact in the same house all my life so I can really truly speak to how the effect of the air, that the airport is having on the local area. Um, if the Stansted Airport planning application goes ahead, what measures will be put in place for the local infrastructure of road and rail? I represent the residents of Little Hallenbury and our roads are being used as a shortcut from Harlow and Sorbridgeworth to the airport. You talk about the, all the improvements to the M11, but this will not help us. Our country lanes are getting busier and busier with local traffic and residents are concerned that they will increase more with both tourist and freight vehicles if this expansion goes ahead. These roads were not built to take all this traffic. They are constantly in need of repair due to the erosion of the edges. When the level crossing is closed at Sawbridgeworth, the build-up of traffic sometimes reaches the London Road. This is over a half a mile. This will only get worse until gridlock. And then what will happen? This will further encroach on our country way of living and indeed standard of, of living. The rail network is already at bursting point. It only takes one problem and there is a huge knock-on effect in terms of people and vehicle movements. The rail only has one up and one down and can't cope with the level of traffic already, especially as so many of the lines are in rural and remote areas. There is much resistance to double tracking as this will further erode the countryside. Regular commuters already suffer a generally poor service, both in terms of service reliability and cleanliness. This includes trains servicing the airport. Travellers already pay over £5,000 a year for season tickets from Bishop Stortford to Liverpool Street and would need much more robust assurance about their future quality of experience than they have now. We live in a beautiful part of the country with glorious countryside that many people wish to move to and bring up their children. They don't wish to see the region disappear under more and more noise, traffic and pollution. The decision that you make to, on the plans that are put forward for the airport expansion will affect the future of our communities in the entire Uttlesford region forever. Thank you very much for your opportunity to speak. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. Um, I have no other speakers uh, this afternoon, uh, so I intend to close this session now, and we will resume again at 6 o'clock for this evening's session. Thank you very much for attending. <laughs>